What's going on, guys? We're back for another episode of Dudes Talking Football. I'm your host, Joe White, my co-host, Ben Gakowski. Yo, what is going on, everyone? This week we have special guests, 4-0. Whether he deserves to be 4-0 is, you know, to be determined, but Connor McDermott. Hello, everybody. It's a pleasure. So let's start off right away our bets. Not quite sure how we did last week. I think Ben went 2-1, though. That's cashing, baby. Yeah, it is. My first bet's going to be Thursday Night Football, Rams minus 2.5. Last week was just an outlier for the Rams. Oh, wait. The Rams beat the Bucks. Oh, slaughter. Oh, for a second, I thought the Bucks beat the Rams. Okay, sorry. Oh, the Cardinals killed the Rams last week. That's what yes, it was. Yes, yes, yes. So, outlier for the Rams. They're going to bounce back this week against the Seahawks. Seahawks with a fluke win against San Fran, who I'm, eh, San Fran's, they're doing all right. But, Ross, not looking too great the first few weeks of the season. Give me the Rams in a bounce back spot here on Thursday night. Yeah, you know, I think the Rams are a fantastic team. They're contenders for sure. My concern is, does Trey Lance have the starting gig now? Because if he does, we're possibly looking at the next Patrick Mahomes right in front of us. Tell me, who else can put up 28 fantasy points in one half of football? I mean, this kid is special, man. you got to keep your eyes peeled on this guy. Jalen Hurts? Oh, Jalen Hurts could do that. Don't even get me started. He could do that. All right, I'm hammering. The Bills' money line here. Now, the Chiefs are overrated. I've been saying it all year. Their defense sucks. It's probably the worst defense I've ever seen. It's absolutely terrible. And the Bills are probably Super Bowl favorites at minus 500 now, if I had to take a guess off the top of my head. Um, They're going to be it's plus odds, but you're kind of Are they plus still? Yeah. Wow. Well, put me down for a future on that. Bills' money line, hammer it. Uh, my first bet of the week will be the Chargers minus one and a half. And when it comes to football, me, don't ask questions. Just ride and just follow my lead, guys. Okay. Chargers, <laughs> I respect that. Herbert's been slinging, though. He was slinging it on Monday Night yeah. Football. However, the delay, you have a dome. Oh, oh, yeah. My. oh yeah. And you're afraid of, like, lightning striking through the glass. Like, this is that's ridiculous. It's rigged. There's a huge asterisk next to that game. <laughs> there is, absolutely. Give me the Packers minus three. This might be a weird line alert. Might be afraid of the Packers minus three. However, I'll tell you what. They're not losing to the Bengals, and if they beat them, it's going to be but my more than three points. Packers minus three. If they don't cover, I may not ever gamble again. Yeah, you know, this is one of those lines you look at, and you just have to tell yourself the books know something. What they know, we don't know. We don't. But we'll find out, and I'm also going to be hammering that. I mean, that's just way too juicy of a line. Now, Cowboys minus seven. Let's talk about the Giants here. Okay, they got a win. I'll give them that last week. It was not impressive, but it was a win. Now, the Cowboys, they go into the Panthers, and they just slaughter the best defense we have ever seen in the NFL. We were talking up that defense, and Zeke paid off for me last week. I'll tell you. Yeah, I think he hit his over in the first two drives. First, yeah. Yeah, It was amazing. I mean, how can you not love this Cowboys team? Minus seven hammering. Um, For my next bet, I'm going to switch to college football a little bit, and I'm going to be taking Cincinnati minus 29 and a half. Um, Friday Night Lights against... Dog shit temple. Um, Cincinnati's rolling. What are they ranked? Four, fifth right now? Fifth, fifth. Fifth. Five. Yeah, five. I mean, I just don't see them winning by anything less than, honestly, like probably 40. They're going to roll temple. Temple's dog water. That's going to be a massacre in Cincinnati, too. Ever since that IGM kid left, they've been lost dogs out he there. Was the key. Lost Wait, dogs. did you say that was on Friday? Friday night. It's I don't just... trust that. I don't trust that. There's something odd about that. <laughs> College football Saturday. It's not on Friday. They play games on Friday every once yeah. Well, I don't trust that. It's though, AAC. Right? It's Power 6. Power, Power 6. Six football. I only recognize the Big 12. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, my last bet is Panthers minus 3.5. I wish the Eagles would win this week, but it's just it's, – it's looking worse and worse every week. Offense looked a little better last week. Defense, however, 
Uh, I don't know if Jonathan Gannon knows what he's quite doing out there. So, unfortunately, I go with Panthers minus three and a half. Yeah, you know, I was actually looking at the Wikipedia um, article about Gannon, and he's very famous for the Swiss cheese defense. You know, just give him so many holes that they don't know where to attack. And, you know, I think that didn't work out for him. Maybe they have to switch it up. But I'm also hammering Panthers minus three and a half. Jot me down for that. I don't see how they lose or how they win by less than seven. Hell, less than ten. I mean, I just think it's going to be a complete dismantling of the Eagles organization. And I think Ruben Amaro Jr. is done after this game. Ruben Amaro Jr. He completely ruined Bryce Harper's career okay. in MVP season. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure he's the announcer now. He's the yeah. announcer now. Yeah, he's a yeah. broadcaster now. Yeah. Really? What did that change? Like probably a couple years now. All season, if you've watched any of the Phillies <laughs> games this season, I'm a radio guy. Uh, that's that's fair. fair. Will Larry Anderson? Yeah, oh, I love okay. Larry. Okay. okay. That's it, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. All right, I'm just going to triple down with the Panthers uh, minus three and a half here. Um, Eagles defense has looked like shit all year, except, I mean. I mean except they, never, except yeah. never. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's even been, week one, it wasn't that good. It, yeah, week one, it was good, but the Falcons, you know, yeah. um, are the Falcons. And still, is Lane Johnson's out this week still? No, he's like, back, but I don't know if it'll matter. Yeah. I mean,. They just added Stephon Gilmore, too. Is he so. going to play? Yeah, he's probably going to play. Yeah, he's probably he went to the Panthers? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good boy. For a six-round pick. Oh, good boy. <laughs> yeah. So they just keep adding on. So let's get now to our buy low, sell high trade candidates. One guy I'm buying low on right now is Jamar Chase. For whatever reason, I just feel like he's still not valued. The guy is just putting up points. Regardless of targets, whatever the statistics may, may say, the guy is just consistently putting up points. I mean... Week by week, he's put up 18, 12, 20, and 10. And what more can you want from a guy that was taken? I think I got him in the seventh round. So Yeah, you know, that's definitely great value he's showing for you right now. My concern is, is that going to be consistent? You know, the numbers he's putting up, hell, I don't get that for my wide receiver one. You know what I mean? I think he's putting up great numbers. If he can keep that up, I think this guy's a top three rounder next year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got T.J. Moore. He's... Or excuse me, our wide receiver two. two. Yeah, we'll two. A Rob's not cutting it right now. Speaking of which, my buy low, Allen Robinson. Oh, okay. you know we talked about it last week. The historical worst three game stretch. Well, now that three game stretch is a four game stretch, and I mean he's just he's due. He's quarterback proof, and we're going to see that soon. I think he's going to explode for 100 yards and three t- uh, touchdowns this week. Okay, uh, Connor, not sure you explored the trade market much, but um, yeah, I haven't done a waiver wire pickup or a trade this year. You haven't put, you haven't done one waiver. Oh, I got to tell you that this week. Wow, I tell you his name. Whatever, he's starting for me. <laughs> but um, so we're doing both right now. Uh, yeah, okay. buy low, sell high. Yeah, um, completely unbiased here. Um, Buy low, sell high. Um, somebody who can buy low is Qu- Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, mm. I think he has a lot of potential for the rest of the year. And, like, if I'm in the trade market right now, I would look into getting him. And um, So you're saying we can buy him off you for not, pretty, mu- not yeah, much? Yeah, like, if you want like, to just ship over. Like, here's this uh, sell high guy. Like, I don't see him really continuing this for the rest of the year. Like, a Dalvin Cook. If you just okay. want to send him okay, over. there it is. For uh, Clyde Edwards, like, I think that's a good trade for you in the future. So, something to consider. Completely... Unrelated to anybody. On ben, this you should look into that making that trade. You know, I oh, have. Oh, you have them. Oh. Oh, you know, yeah, now that you mentioned it, I completely. Sl- I think I did send you a trade offer for a I have though. Edwards. Yeah, I have him, actually. Yeah, I think you declined my trade, though. Was Dalvin involved? No, no. it was Javante Williams, I think. Oh. Yeah. Mm. So it's about equal value. Oh, well. Mm. Eh. A little more on my side. Is Javante Williams even starting? 
Oh, hey, I saw a promoted tweet from the NFL on Twitter the other day. Mm. They paid money to show people this guy. I mean, that's how you know he's generational talent. <laughs> oh, yeah, so uh, one guy I'm selling high on is uh, James Conner. He's splitting carries with Chase Edmonds right now. I, Chase Edmonds is actually getting most of the touches. But Chase. James Conner with just a couple fluke touchdowns from the one-yard line in the last couple weeks. If I'm <clears throat> Ben... I would uh, try to sell up pretty high on this guy as soon as possible if he's not already trying to do that. Uh, 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 I had this discussion with Jared Skids the other day, oh. and you have to look at the value of carries. Who gets the more valuable carries in that offense? It's James Conner. Chase Edmonds, that's fine. He, he can run all over the field from the 20 to the 20, but when you know it's time to punch in the end zone, it's James Conner, who has four touchdowns compared to Chase Edmonds, who has none. Mm. They trust him on the goal line, and that's what gets your points. So you're selling him high to Jared. And, well, I would have, I w- but then he went he and balked. did some nonsense. Yeah. He balked. Yeah, I he totally did, had him on the hook. He did his research. Yeah, yeah, for the research. <laughs> Don't even get me started on that. Ridiculous. Why so high here? Cordell Patterson. Don't get me wrong. He's had a good one or two weeks. You know, they've been pretty solid. And they stole three touchdowns last week. But we're doing this. Out of 73 offensive snaps last week, he was on the field for 23 now, that does not sound very productive to me, and I would be selling high on that, hoping to get a sucker to get a nice little RB, uh, maybe two action. I can tell you right now, this is a Cordell Patterson owner. Not selling high on this guy. He's going to be in the starting lineup this week against Jake McGrath, so we're going to hope he can replicate it against the uh, New York Jets. Three touchdowns last week, though. Now, it's a London game. Are you concerned? Is it in London? Yeah, 9.30 in the morning. Oh, is it this week? Who? Uh, Jets and I just Falcons. Hate, I just I hate feel like the, the Jaguars always in London. Yeah, it should yeah. be Jaguars. Yeah, it should be them out there again. What yeah. about the Urban thing? I think it's kind of hilarious. Um, yeah, I think yeah, the, play, yeah, the players, like, I feel like they're probably laughing at it. Yeah. Oh, you know? They're doing the same. They're out doing yeah, the same. Like, they're out doing the same. Sue him. He grabbed a little booty. Sure, maybe he shouldn't. He in married. a bar with a picture of him and his wife? Yeah. That's, that's alpha. Was his yeah. wife at the bar? His wife was at the bar. Well, she did tweet, of. though. She kind of let it. I think. Did you see the tweet? No. She, did she, she forgive him? I think she kind of. I want to find the exact quote. You continue. Let me find it for now. So there's a picture of him and his wife in a very loving embrace in the bar. Very cute. Very special. And you know, this woman who was grinding on his crotch was looking right up at it. And she said, I'm a gold digger. And I accept that. I mean, yeah. that's just. I respect her for it, honestly. She, you know, she had the old. Oh, uh, no, no. She had the young calf. That girl wanted the old bull. Yeah. He really does have a thing for blondes. Is his wife blonde? I believe so, yeah. And mm. so, so was the other selfie that came yeah, out. Yeah, I can't blame Irvin Meyer. I mean, you could, he had that look on his face of, like, I'm enjoying this right now, but, like, low key, like, I'm going to pretend, yeah. I'm going to pretend that, like, this, not, this isn't going to blow up. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a little booty grab. Yeah. yeah. As, as the guys on, um, I don't know if it was part of my take, it might have been the yak. Barstool, Big Cat was just saying, there's nothing like almost fucking. Like, you're just the man if you almost fuck. Well, did you see the uh, the alternate uh, camera angle? No. It was an almost. Oh. He, when his hand was down there protecting his crotch? Yeah. No, it was, he was poking her in the uh, palm out? Hole. Oh, it was poking. It, yeah, he was trying to penetrate through the jeans. thumb in the bum. Yes. It's kind of just like rubbing jeans. in, yeah, like rubbing in, see what you get back. And I don't really know what he got back, but I... I Getting a little grinding action yeah. back. Counts for something. He's owing, what is he, 0-4? He's, he's just trying to have four. some fun. He's got, Let's have fun. He needs something to enjoy because he's going to get fired soon regardless. Yeah. So, And I saw a report this week. They said none of the players respect him a lot. I mean, come on. Come on. I mean, if that was my coach, uh, I'd be like, good shit. Let's get I'd tap him up a little bit yeah. under the table. Although did, the owner, did, Shad Khan, might not be Did sorry. you see what they did today at practice? I don't know if it was like 
a joke about it. They did, they did grind on three. One, two, three, grind. Again, <laughs> practice. Okay. I, it had to be a joke. Yeah, 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 they're in on it. So <laughs> Let, Now let's get to our rants. Something I'm pissed off about this week. The Titans passing game is atrocious. When I traded for Tom Brady, the first thing I did, I could not wait to cut Ryan Tannehill and never see him on my team again. I don't care if he throws 40 points. The next five weeks straight and no one picks him up, I will not pick him up. Titans passing game is atrocious right now. I don't know if the offensive linemen are only able to run block because it kind of seems that way. Just do me a favor. Watch the Titans game this week. It's against the Jags. They played the Jets last week and struggled. They played the Jags this week. They're going to struggle. The dudes just take... Ryan Daniel got sacked like eight times last week. Like, what's going on? I don't care if A.J. Brown and Julio are playing or not because when they were playing, the passing game was still terrible. You know, it's kind of amazing because last year he was a good uh, quarterback fantasy-wise. Yeah. This year, with the addition of Julio Jones, he's just completely disappeared. He went AWOL. You know, it just doesn't make sense. And you have to ask yourself, what's going on? And frankly, I think it's because they lost Arthur Smith. I yeah, think, I think it's because they lost Jonu Smith. Yeah, and Jonu Smith, yeah. The, they lost the Smiths. Part. They lost the Smiths. The, the Smith squared, as kids would say. Yes, yes. All right, my rant here. People that can't handle the rah-rah, you know? You just got to loosen up a little bit, and you just got to enjoy the banter, brother. And, you know, I think there's some people in the league who are, you know, currently defeated, and they just can't get over that little hump and enjoy themselves, and it's just kind of bringing the vibe of the whole thing down, you know? Mm. I, I kind of have someone in mind, but, you know, I won't say their name. Yeah, but... we'll, we won't shame them in shame. particular. Shame. Eh, okay, it might be Jake. It might okay, be Jake. Okay, shame him. It yeah, shame him. He's a rookie. Haze him, actually. You used to haze me, remember? When? When yeah. I was, like, your pledge. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a fun time. Yeah. Can you go get me a beer? I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll do my rant in a minute, guys. We'll be right back. I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, my rant will be kind of unrelated to, directly to fantasy. You football. can rant about whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, I'm just going to freestyle here. My rant is about Philly sports in general. I mean, what the fuck happened with everything? You look back, what, three years ago, you saw all the edits of the face of the city. You saw Carter Hart on there, Carson Wentz, Ben Simmons, and Reese Hoskins. Look at them now. Look at everybody now. Didn't Carter Hart have a pretty shitty year last year? He did. Yeah. <laughs> Carson Wentz in Indianapolis. Ben Simmons, you know, not ever. He might not play last ball again. I don't think he even wants to. He's probably laid up with a hot late skin girl right now and I can't blame him honestly he that man pulls he pulls he does um, Kendall Jenner who yeah, knows how the Sixers are going to be this year I mean with Max starting the point guard they're, they're probably not going to be uh, have a home series in the first round I think they're going to be like a fifth sixth seed not great um Phillies another year they haven't made the playoffs since I was in fucking middle school um <laughs> we're now graduated college yeah. Eagles won the Super Bowl three years ago they seem to have entered a full rebuild stage like they're what are they going to get? Yeah, Two we're, top we're, ten picks this year, maybe? I think at this point, I'm kind of looking forward to three top ten picks. Yeah, yeah. Three. Oh, there's three? Oh, yeah, there's as long three. as Wentz plays those stats. Okay. Yeah. So, and then Flyers, how are they going to? I mean, um, you're telling me. Well, they've made, they, they're on this streak. Ten, last ten years, they've made the playoffs every other year. This is the year where it's their turn to make the playoffs. Okay, so, but they won't do anything. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, same with the Sixers. They'll get there. They'll both get there. Oh, they'll get there. But, you know, won't even pass the second round. But, I mean, it's just a damn shame. This town, we just get fucked year after year. Like, imagine being a Boston kid. I hate those little shits. <laughs> like, what do we do Boston. to deserve this? They've, they've had, like, 15 parades if you were born in 2000. No, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Well, Connor, let like, me ask you this. Would you rather have Maxie starting a point or Fultz? Um, give me the guy from Washington, Mark Helfold. Well, you're wrong. he was having I'm a really sorry. good year last year. I'm, you're wrong. I'm sorry. We'll see how he is post ACL. He's coming off injury, though. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Post ACL injury. But no, I do think uh, the Sixers, if I'm them, and you're offered Malcolm Brogdon and Karis LeVert, I'm pulling that trigger. 
and right away actually. No, let right. him suffer. Drain his account. Yeah, drain his account, but let's win some games. I did a I did okay. a thing today. <laughs> sir. His career earnings was like fifty eight million, I think. Fifty some million, I okay. think. Does that sound right? Yeah, probably. Bought a ten million dollar house in L A. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons sits out this entire year. He loses what thirty million dollars. Yeah, I mean, he already lost eight. .25 it's an escrow. Right, yeah, so it's like draining, right? Mm, yeah. So right. he can still get it. So he sits out this whole year, lose $30 million. Let's just say you're around 20. We'll pretend he didn't pay any taxes. He bought a $10 million house. He's down to 10. I say just let him sit, let him get fined. I hope he loses everything he has, and I hope he has to work as, like, go get a regular job. Like, I hope yeah. he has to go be a cashier or, like, work at a car wash. I mean, I can't see him getting paid for his, like, Nike endorsements this year. Like, what are they going to pay him for? Yeah, right? that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah, he's going to lose that. that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Once the foreclosure notices start coming, it's he's selling. He put up his condo in Philly for sale. He's getting that three million right he there. Did. No one's buying that. Though. Yeah. I hope that doesn't. Sell. Somebody I saw a tweet. It was like we have the leverage. Like let's just offer him like a thousand dollars. Like let's just see what happens. <laughs> let's all pitch in and just buy that thing for like you know. And he's maybe like 10K. definitely never come. Everyone knows where he lives now too. No, so like yeah. yeah, he's not. He's fucked. Yeah. So let's get to our week five predictions here. First matchup is going to be me versus Jake McGrath. I finally got off the schneid last week. One and three. We really needed it. Shout out Cordero Patterson. You're the man. Going against Jake Carey's 0-4. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Devontae Adams and Derrick Henry scare me this week. I mean, Derrick Henry against Jacksonville, he's almost like guaranteed 20. It's, which kind of sucks. And Devontae, I've been telling Jake this, the touchdowns are coming. They're coming. I think he's only had one this year. He's still doing well, but the touchdowns are coming. I think Jake's going to beat me this week. I'm not too confident in back-to-back stud performances from Cordell Patterson. And after last week, I don't know what's going on with Mike Williams. He's having a great start and just that one bad week. So taking a flyer with Dalton Schultz at tight end, but I think Jake's going to get his first win here. You know, I really don't want to take Jake's side, so I won't because I don't have to. <laughs> but I just I look at this team, and again, this is another situation where he shouldn't lose just like the previous four weeks. And... Quite frankly, I think he'll figure out a way to lose. You know, I think you got Myers in there over uh, Emmanuel Sanders in your flex. And again, brother, what what are we thinking out there? We're talking about an over-under game of 56 and a half. They're starting Jason Myers. I think that over-under is Jacoby. Jason Myers is a Dolphins kicker. You're close. Who might be better in the flex, honestly. (laughs) I think I would start him over the flex than this guy. So give give me Joe by five. But if not, I think Jake's winning this one. But he won't. But he won't. Okay. Um, we got the newbie versus Kamish here. Um, look at me, Joe. A little wink, wink. Uh, I think Jake's going to win by like 50, you know? <laughs> He's going to come out and murder Joe. Um, <laughs> get his first win in the league. You know, get the, get the what do they say, the thing off your back? What is it, the monkey off your back? They is say the monkey, monkey off your monkey back. Off your back. Okay. They also call like it, how do you say it, getting off the schneid? The, the sh- schnoz? I don't know. I don't know. Jake Braskowski said it the other week. <laughs> Jake's got some sayings. Yeah, he, he, he does. <laughs> he has quite the vocabulary. Wait, give me Jake McGrath here getting his first career league in the win by, by 50. Guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed, it's, it's guaranteed win. Like, you literally bet your mortgage on Can it. Can you bet on it? Yeah. Our next game, WFK versus Jared Skids. Uh, w um, hasn't really made any roster moves this year. Jared making a couple trades, constantly downgrading at the quarterback position. I'm sure Ben will have something to say about that trade in a minute here. But, however, W is not rolling out the best of lineups this week. And, W, I truly want to pick you because I don't like Jared's team. But, W, you got Leonard Fournette at RB2 and, you know, George Kittle, Robert Woods, what have they really done for me this year? So, 
On that note, I'm going to have to take Jared this week, although I don't really want to, but a solid enough lineup to beat Leonard Fournette, DeAndre Swift, and George Kittle. For those of you not aware, the trade that Mr. Skids was a part of was him trading away Kyler Murray and Tyler Lockett and getting Lamar Jackson and Debo Samuel. Now, when I approached him about this, his logic was, yeah, Kyler might be the number one quarterback at the end of the year. And sure, Lamar might only finish 5 through 10, but he'll give me a consistent 20 every week. Brother, why would you not want the number one? He's clearly going to score a lot more points if you're projecting him to score, you know, five positions higher. I mean, that's just total boneheaded logic, and he gets away with it again. You know, everyone attacking the Amish after I pointed out. It's just, it's not fair. He did say to me, Kyler was his security blanket for 40 points a week. And now he, he's settling for 20. He's settling for 20. I hope W wins this wide by 20. Just just because of that. Purely because of that. Okay. Yeah, we got two OG league members here going at it. You look at the projections, it's dead tied. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like Jared always finds a way to fuck it up. Like every, he does. Every he does. year at least, you know. Um, so just, just based on that alone, I'm just going to go with W here. And I'm honestly rooting on W. I don't really like that Jared kid. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Our next game is... Mr. Bankakowski here versus the sexy troop lover, Noah Stribney. Um, Noah, is that two back-to-back losses? Not two. He lost to two people on the pod, though, today, me and Connor. Yep. Ben, who would you lose? Who's your one loss to? Oh, you lost yeah, to Connor. Lost to Connor. Connor. <laughs> Connor just taking everyone down this year so far. Um, so, Noah, this week, I really like Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup. And like I said earlier, a bounce-back game for the Rams. Not too sold on his wide receiver, too, with Marvin Jones. And he's also going to be forced to start Samaj P. Ryan with Mixon on the injured list this week with the sprained ankle. Um, so for those reasons, I'm probably going to have to take Ben here just because I really love DJ Moore uh, against Philadelphia and really all season long DJ Moore. I'm not sure if James Conner will keep up the touchdown production, but with Dalvin and Chubby Chubb at the running back spot, I'm going to bet on that. In a real close game here, wouldn't be surprised if Stafford and Cup carried Noah to a dub, but I'm going to take Ben by 2.5. Yeah, you know, I am concerned about the little Stafford and Cup uh, stack here. I think it is pretty cute of Noah to put that together preseason. Uh, however, Samaji P. Ryan, I mean, I think I was starting this guy as a last-ditch effort like three years ago, and here he is in my opponent's starting lineup. I am absolutely not intimidated by that at all. I think that's a sign of weakness. I'd rather roll out an empty roster spot than have to start Piran. And for that reason, I think Dalvin Cook's going for 25, Cook's going for 25, uh, Robinson 20, Moore 30, Hawkinson 20, Connor uh, 28, and Dascott, uh, Prescott's going for 40. I think I beat Noah by 60 here. 40 with three screen pass touchdowns to Zeke. Yes, 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 yes. I'll need that. Um, this looks like it could be the game of the week here, um, just based on what I'm looking at on my screen in front of me. Um, but in this matchup, I am going to go with... I'm going to go with Ben. I'm going to go with Ben here. I'm rooting on Ben. I love Ben. He's like, that's my guy in the league, always has been. So let's hope Ben can pull this out just for, like, you know, our, our com- camaraderie. Camaraderie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Camaraderie. There, we go. Yeah. there we go. Our next matchup is the Illuminati 4-0, Josh Greco versus Team Crow. Martin last week sent me a text Sunday around 1230. You know what he texted me, Ben? He said, would I be psycho if I bench Saquon? And that, my exact <laughs> response was, yes, you would be. What'd he do? He benched Shaquan. What was the point of even? What was the point of even texting me? He just wanted you to know before he did. Yeah, I guess so. So he benched Shaquan. Still pulled out the dub though against Jake, if I believe uh, correctly. Eckler on Monday Night Football pulled it out for him. But um, 
Martin here rolling out Eckler, Kareem Hunt, and Saquon Barkley. Kareem Hunt has been, I don't know, he's just putting up numbers. Like him and Chubb, I think, yeah, Kareem Hunt's the RB6 right now. That's that's ridiculous for a guy that's the second string running back. Love Martin's roster top to bottom, really, um, except Pitts. I don't know why the, the Falcons drafted him fourth overall. <laughs> They're not using the guy at all. But give me, I think Josh will take his first loss of the year this week. Um, obviously not too sold on Daryl Henderson. Really love the rest of his roster, but I'm going to take the underdog in Martin this week. Yeah, you know, I think Martin's team has great matchups this week. I think Pitts eventually has to score. Why not this game? Hell, I'll put in a flyer for him to score first touchdown uh, in that game. I, you know, I think eventually he has to score. Uh, Diggs going up against that absolutely atrocious Chiefs defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, McLaurin up against New Orleans, who haven't been doing anything. But he's still starting my backup running back, which I respect. But I just I don't think he can keep getting away with that. Josh, also very solid team. DK Metcalf's getting shut down by Ramsey this week. Yeah, I just I don't see him succeeding. That that is one matchup where that's the only time I would ever consider benching Metcalf, and it would still be a very hard decision. But I think I might have to do it, and for that reason, I'm taking Crow by 28 here. 28. Okay. Wow. wow. Um, I'm gonna go with the Illuminati here. I think he's gonna roll over to five and zero, um, and it kind of um, parlays into my next pick with me. But it could be the. F- Maybe one of the first ever 5-0 head-to-head matchups in league history. You guys play week six? Yeah, yeah, week okay. six. It could be brewing for a huge show. So you're already looking ahead to week six. Uh, I mean, So is that a potential letdown game for this week? We're kind of looking ahead, I'm not going to lie. Do you just respect your opponent? I don't respect this opponent at all. <laughs> at all. Wow. Uh, and our last game, Connor versus Jake Wyskowski here. Jake has really revamped his team. I respect what the kid's doing. And let me put it a couple of trades. Let me put it out there. The Jake, the trade me and Jake made, I think I said it last week, absolutely no conversation was made. Sent him a trade. He accepted it. That was it. <laughs> That's how it should be done. Yeah, <laughs> it was easy. It was nice and easy. This week, I'm not sure if it went the same way, but he acquired Kyler Murray and uh, Tyler Lockett. Um, I really like what Jake did. He lost Zeke, but I think he really got some depth here overall. CeeDee Lamb, one of my breakout guys this year. I think he's finally going to find the end zone for the first time since week one this week against the Giants. Tyreek Hill, the guy, I think he's the only receiver capable of putting up 40, really, whenever he wants. The Eagles need to start feeding Sanders, but I think Connor's going to take his first loss here this week with a banged-up roster. Christian McCaffrey, though, he might play? I don't know. Christian. Is Christian McCaffrey going to play, Ben? He's, he's projected to. Yeah. It would be huge if he does. He's projected 24 points. Yeah. Uh, regardless if McCaffrey plays or not, give me a letdown week for Connor since apparently his team's already game planning for week six. <laughs> so give me Praskowski here in week five. You know, I think Jake has probably the best uh, combo wide receivers right now in Hill and Lamb. I just have so much respect for Lamb, what he does on and off the field. Very respectable guy. Um, I, Sanders, though, I think we got to figure out something with Sanders. As soon as he drafted Sanders, I said that was a bust. That was a terrible pick, and he should try to revert that pick. He didn't do it, though, and he kept Sanders, and it's been costing him just not getting any touches because he's a Big Ten guy, and Big Ten guys just can't, you know, produce. Let's be honest. Let's be honest with ourselves here, Name fellas. one good Big 12 running back. Uh, Adrian Peterson. Oh, so you look at Connor's <laughs> team here. Oklahoma. He <laughs> did he really go to Oklahoma? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you look at Connor's team here, and I think he is four weeks overdue for this loss. Uh, I think Connor should be closer to two and two or one and three. Uh, give me Jake by twenty four point seven. 
For the record, I have more points scored than Connor. Oh, I'm third to last. <laughs> third to last. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I just have a quick question for Ben. What yeah. is it that you respect off the field from CD? Just one example. Well, uh, if you recall to his draft night, um, his girlfriend, you know, tried grabbing his phone after he was drafted to log into his bank account. And he didn't know <laughs> okay. That. Okay. He looks out for himself. Yeah. I, respect that. I respect that, too, now that you bring that up. I didn't know you saw his phone. Like, the screen. Yeah, uh, I, TD, was TD Bank was open. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. it, it was pretty clear. You a TD Bank guy? Yeah, a big TD Bank Also guy. TD Bank guy. There we go. Okay. I'm the outlier here with Wells Fargo. But anyway, <laughs> um, like I said, I'm already looking forward to week six. Um, this is going to be a rollover game, walkthrough, kind of scrimmage type thing. Just like kind of making sure everybody's good. Um, honestly, McCaffrey, take your time. We don't really need you this week. If you want to play, show out. You know, we could use you. We don't need you, though. Um, but, you know, we'll use you for the long run if not. But, yeah, I'm going to roll over Jake by probably, like, 25 to 35 in that range. Any thoughts on Amari Cooper only getting, let's see, in the last three weeks since week one, um, he still hasn't hit the amount of targets he had in week one. He had 16 targets week one, and since then he's had 12. He's due. Really? He's due this week. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, he's had 16 and then 5, 4, and 3. This is Michael Gallup's team now, let's be honest. Has he even, is he hurt? Gallup? Yeah, Yeah, I think so. I think good old hamstring. (laughs) Okay, that's all we got for you guys this week. Be sure to Follow the league Twitter page at the league KOP.